This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you recovered yet? What on earth did we do yesterday? We will talk about it. We've got to talk about it, but we've also got to get positive. For Thursday's match, we said must win was yesterday. It's going to have to be Thursday's must win. Sunday's going to have to be must win. Week on Sunday's going to have to be must win. Get your views and get your comments in. This is your fan zone show with me, Phil, live with Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Joining us shortly. Get all those views in, all those comments in, and we'll get as many of you on as we can. Yes, as ever, welcome to the show. We want your views. This is live. What do you want to say? What do you want to put on there? I'll take all your comments and put on there. Uh, The topics remain the same from yesterday. We're not going to dwell forever in this show on yesterday, but we still want to know why Nacho went off. It was tactical. We're here. What do you think on it? Um, Can we finish top four? I'm going to try and argue the case why I think we could still finish top four or even how top five could maybe still get us Champions League. But we want to get your views in. Like I say, I've got Chris coming in very, very shortly. I like. Let's start with this. We need a bit of this. Danny Wallin, we are staying up. I like that. That is, that is, I think, where we've got to do. Uh, Luke says, uh, Jason is saying it's still a hard watch. It certainly is. Luke saying, hardly slept last night. Eventually fell asleep at 1.45. Luke, it was absolutely a shocker. Kevin is saying, well, no surprise, Man City's uh, decision was overturned. Uh, Richard Townsend says we need 
more balls than ever. <laughs> we certainly do need some more balls from ever. Uh, do you think Europa League would help us as a club or would it damage our Premier League season? Jamie, that's a great question, you know. Uh, with uh, Some of what we might have to do at the end of this season is take silver linings, which could be the fact that we make the Champions League. Uh, sorry, we make the Europa League. Faux pas. But we spent all season talking Champions League, so it does feel like a defeat to end up in the Europa League. But the reality is, like Jamie's saying, is it could be a silver lining. But I hear what you're saying. Could it damage us in the Premier League next season? Have we got the squad to do it? Um, perhaps not to go deep into it, you would say. Darren's saying we need to put last night behind us and win the last three games we are in. It, I think that has to be doing that. Rob is saying Chelsea have got a tough schedule. I have, look, I don't normally prepare much for this, but I have took the liberty of writing down all the other teams' um, fixtures because obviously we play Man United, uh, you know, Chelsea play Wolves, Liverpool play Chelsea, you know, I, I think well, that's what I want to go through it with. Uh, Chris from Leicester till I die in a minute. Chappers is watching saying that's twice since the restart. Rogers went defensive for no reason. The FA Cup and last night, guess the results. Again, Chappers, it's a great point. What on earth was he thinking when he did that? Uh, Ryan saying he's still sick as a pig still. Uh, Phil saying give the youngsters a crack for 20 to 30 minutes. Need young legs now. Well, we're going to have to be some changes. But uh, Chappers, I'm with you, Chappers. Knowing us, we will go and take nine points now. Keep your comments coming in. Keep all your views coming in. I want to get as many of them in as possible. I'm going to add Chris from Leicester till I die in. Chris? Good evening. Have you recovered yet from yesterday? <laughs> You've got to remember, I live in Bournemouth. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> yeah. I have Did not you... gone out. I have not gone out the house today. I'm wearing black for a reason. Um, <laughs> it was like uh, my neighbour is a big Bournemouth fan uh, well her son is and he was there and I was like at half time I'm like you know do you want to give it now do you know how many we're going to get well apart from him as I said I managed to avoid all the other fans but I, it was it was embarrassing it really really was well, I Listen, Chris, I mean, you obviously, as everybody knows, I think you you run Leicester till I die, obviously. Um, we're not, as fanzines, we're not in for whip. I, I'm certainly not up for whipping fans into... I saw quite a few Rogers out bits and bobs yesterday, which I'm just, I'm personally, I'm not having yet. But no. he, did, he did make a big boo-boo yesterday, didn't he, Chris? They do. And you, you've got, I think you've always got three sets of fans. You've got those that are prepared to be negative, those that have always got blue-tinted, spectacles on and can't see any wrong in whatever we do and those that are in the middle and I think in a fanzine you're always going to get knee-jerk reactions to a defeat and I think it wasn't just the defeat and I've always said this that having to go at the team isn't negative I think it's passionate when you have a go at the team when they lose and I think if the team give a hundred percent and lose we'd all hold our hands up and go, you know what, we tried, you know. But it's when something like that happens. And yes, <laughs> the, the, the substitution at halftime was weird. We, I can't work out why he did it. It was tactical. I don't know. Well, it, well, it, was it, blew, it blew up in his face. He was defending but, a lead, wasn't he? <sighs> you can't defend a I mean, Bournemouth, I don't think we've ever actually won at Bournemouth in the Premier League. 
And, and I can remember us being on the back of another four, I think it was 4-2 defeat a couple of years ago. It's not a lucky ground. You cannot, in this division, and I don't care whether you're playing Liverpool or playing Norwich, you could not defend a 1-0 lead. You're just asking for trouble. You really No game is safe at 1-0. I don't care who you're playing. Um, I, he made the decision... And let's face it, you know, we've seen managers, including Rodgers and, you know, whether it's Puello, whoever, managers will make it, they'll make a substitution. The guy will have two touches and score and he's the best tactician in the world. He makes a decision like, like yesterday. It all blows up in his face and he's, you know, he's the worst manager in the world. Managers stand and fall, ultimately with the jobs, by the decisions they make. But he can't go. And I think the thing, and and I was talking to a guy from um, Talk Sport earlier. I asked, were we overachieving for the first part of the season? You know, if you look at how well we were doing, and other teams, the Chelsea's, the Man United, uh, the the the, the Arsenal's, they were all struggling. It's turned it's turned on its head. We're now struggling, and they're all doing really really well and coming back into it, and. I think we were we were punching above our weights. We really, really were. And I think if we got into the Champions League, and I'd love to be in the Champions League, I'd love to have those night backs again. But I don't want to go in the Champions League and get whooped 5-0, 4-0 every game. And that is a possibility. I think, Chris, to be fair, I'd take that. I'll take a I'd break take, now. <laughs> I, I, I would take being in the Champions League. I, uh, you know, I, I'm... I think we might have, as you said, blue-tinted spectacles from the last time we were in it. I don't think we would perhaps have such a good run in that. But um, I'd just love to be in Champions League. And to be fair, I think we've spent all season. um, It was a dream at the start of the season that we're in those positions. But it's just we've been in them since September. And to get to to three games from the end. But do you think, I mean, when we got into the Champions League last year, we, we we had a really good group, let's be honest with you. But I think that last time we were in it, not last year, sorry, last time we were in it, I think we could have given anybody a good run and we wouldn't have embarrassed ourselves. But I don't... I'd sooner be in the Europa League and have a good run than be in the Champions League as they and get... Because these, these are still youngish players and if they're coming off the you know back of a 5-0 defeat or a 6-0 or whatever, what's he going to do for their confidence? Is it a, you know, was it a step too far too soon? Well then, Chris, I'm putting that on the screen now. Uh, let's uh, let's get it up there. Chris says he'd rather he'd rather have a good run in the Europa League than than be in the Champions League. Chris, I'll tell you what. Number one is this is a nice conversation to even be having as a Leicester fan, isn't it? We've got to remember that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bear that in mind. But I'm yeah. also Chris. I'm I'm like you. We're similar ages of yeah. watching Leicester as well. Is I. I get it when people come out with the, well, we're overperforming. You've got to be happy. We're in the top half of the table. We could be playing Yeovil away. I remember that a few years ago. But I've said this before to people. My expectations, Vichai and Top and the players and everybody there has moved my expectations up to this area now. I want it, They want to be top five. I want us to be top five. And since Christmas, Chris... What's been wrong, Chris? Because something's well, first, wrong. First of all, we're fans. Let's be honest with you. Um, the more we achieve, the more we want. <laughs> we do forget 
you know, three or four seasons ago, we, well, we, we, after we won it, we, we, you know, we struggled a couple of seasons since then. We've gone through different managers, and you know, we, 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 we do have to sort of stop and pinch ourselves a little bit. But I'm like any fan; I, I want us to do well. And you know, October 2019, Southampton away nine nil. Uh, July 2020, <laughs> yeah. Bournemouth away four one. You know. It's it's like an exam question, you know. Explain. <laughs> I just you we we didn't we didn't strengthen. I mean, I think you know you look at the players we've got out coming up for these last three games. No Ricardo, no Madison, no Sonshu now. Uh, indeed, he's not performing brilliantly. None of the others are up to the form that they were doing before. Um, I think we are struggling. You said this a couple of weeks ago. I think we are suffering because we didn't go out in January and strengthen. We we brought in Ryan Bennett, who um, yeah. I, I'm not going to slate him too much. We've barely seen much of him, but that to me, if you what were we at Christmas? Were we second or third then, Chris? And in we the transfer were one, one one or the other. Yeah, yeah. To not go out and invest yeah. in the team in January, even if it was overinflated prices. I know people say it's a hard time to go and recruit, but that mm. was. Again, you look back in hindsight, like the summer of 2016 when we won the Premier League, we bought poorly. I think this January window is... Because anybody now saying we're a bit short, we're a bit thin on the ground, Hmm. January was the time to to put put it down and go, we're in Champions League spot, let's go for it. It is. If if you're middle to bottom half of the table but safe you can bring the youngsters through and give all the youngsters a chance or what have you you can't do that if you wanted to go for champions league you know or european football at home at all you know you've got to have some experienced players in there and as good as the players we've got are you know it, it, it's some of them it's their first second season in the premier league you know and you, you're up again and like i say i think at the start we did do well because I mean Chelsea was struggling at the start. Yeah, Man United weren't haven't got the form that they had now, um, and like I say, Arsenal definitely weren't. Um, and I think we benefited from that, uh, but it's totally they they've built on it and we haven't. I mean Ben Ben puts in here. He said yeah. uh, in January Manchester United went out and got Fernandez. Mm-hmm. We went out and got Bennett on loan. We didn't even buy him. <laughs> that's that's the difference, I'm afraid. I, I've got to be fair, you can't I, say I it better always, than that, can you? No, no, I agree totally with Ben. That's, and you you can't, you know, you can't, I've never been a fan of going out and buying for the sake of it, you know. I mean, do you remember under all the, when we had the O'Neill years, we used to think, oh, we're not buying anybody, we're not buying anybody. And we bought about three or four players just before the deadline. There is buying for buying's sake, but you cannot, you, you know, if you don't buy these days, you're not standing still. You're going backwards because every other team is buying and, <laughs> by the look of it, buying well. I mean, James James Fraser says here, he says, uh, we haven't got the squad to go for a plan B and our plan B is on loan. He's obviously talking about Slimani, which it is Slimani's. I, don't, I, I genuinely don't want to talk about Slimani tonight, Chris, because it's, it's just not on the table, is he? I don't think he'll ever play for Leicester again. I've said it before. Um, I'm not a huge fan of his, to be honest with you, but but he is a plan B. Given the chance, you know, um, at the moment, I, I mean, the problem is we rely too much on Jamie Vardy. 
And if Jamie Vardy's not performing, it takes a brave man to take that guy off. Because, you know, look look at the Palace game. You could It would have been so easy to take him off. And then he come, pops up and gets two. And that's the problem. You know, we are relying on him too much. And, you know, you take him out of the equation and you haven't got anybody that's coming even close to him to supply us the goals. Chris, have you ever seen a question I want to ask you? You've been watching since, I think, the 70s, haven't you? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I genuinely, and I mean this in all honesty, I've seen some real rubbish watching Leicester City. I don't think I've seen a team. Yesterday, I liken it to when I, my, the quality of football I used to play was very, very poor Sunday pub football. And there used to be a moment when in a pub football team when we went four or five nil down with 30 or 40 minutes to go. And I've, I've seen lads physically walk off the pitch and just say, you know, forget this. Mm-hmm. And I've seen I've seen it where players have just gone, heads have gone and they're just like anything, it's just rubbish. And that's what I think it looked like. Yes, I've never seen Leicester like that before, Chris. Even even in our worst days, I've never seen it where we just looked like we, we were gone. It was like a, a boxer on the on the road. Yeah. You and you, you know you 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 say you, we've both been there. We've both seen the 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 Holloway teams when he put players you know round pegs in square holes and did all that. But the players, I can't remember players not. I wouldn't have been surprised yesterday if you, if you didn't see a couple of our players punching each other out. Well, it, it, yeah, <laughs> Sunday morning sort of stuff. I've yeah. seen that, Chris. Yeah. It, you I know. mean. I tell you what I couldn't believe as well, because I absolutely love this guy to bits. And and I'm not one for sort of saying, like, when players walk off the pitch and they're smiling to the opposition players that that's wrong, etc. You know, at the end of the day, the game's over. Go and shake their hands and be friends. But, you know, Casper smiling when we were waiting on the penalty decision. That, That kind of got to me a little bit. I'm thinking, like, you know, what's that all about? There just seemed to be no... Fight and what the hell was Sonshu doing? I think <laughs> I've got to be fair, Chris. I think that was just the red mist. Yeah, I think, that's, yeah. I think and you see that sometimes. Wayne Rooney's happened. Walsh used yeah. to have it sometimes. It's sometimes. just it, well, yeah. <laughs> well, the red mist lifted yeah. with Walsh every yeah. now and then. I think. Yeah. But, but, but I tell you what, at least it was a bit of bloody passion. I think that was the only passion I saw on that pitch yesterday was Sonshu in the back of her own net. But it was stupidity as well because oh, it at two, was, of course at two, was. Of course two one was. down, Chris, it was bad. But then to get him sent off was like yeah, yeah. And there was no coming back from that. But uh, I mean, you you've got to look. I mean, that, the other thing that somebody said to me, and it's very very true, is you're feeling like this after this defeat. Chelsea lost three nil to Sheffield United. Southampton must have felt ten times worse when they lost nine nil to us. And look what's you know, look where they are now. It would have been so easy for them to collapse, bottom of the table, sack the manager, and they didn't. They stuck at it. And I, I don't know what the answer is because we, we we can't blame COVID because we've been like this since since Christmas. And I, I, I honestly just think it was at our squad size has, has caught up with us. We've got... A, you know, some main players out and it has, uh, you know, it's devastated the whole team. And it is the fact that we just did nothing in January. I think that is the biggest thing that has, that has done for us this season. It's the one of those where hindsight is always uh, a help. <laughs> like, like we shouldn't have took Nacho off yesterday. Chris, I'm going to come, I'm just going to read out some fans comments. Yeah. And then what I want to ask you about is there's effectively 
Man U have got four fixtures left, including the one that's about to kick off. Uh, yeah. We and Chelsea have got three each. I want to just run through those with you and see where you think we're going to do. But before we do that, I'm going to read out uh, some of the fans' comments. Because thanks, everybody, who's liking and sharing this video. If you can do that on Facebook, like and share it. That's great. If you're watching on Twitter or Periscope, give us a retweet. Uh, keep getting your comments in. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Um, I'm trying to get as many quick comments in here as possible. Um, Jack saying we can't rely on other teams that when we're getting beaten we have ourselves to blame Jack we're going to exactly discuss about other teams getting beaten in a minute with Chris um, worst I've seen since the 80s Europa League in jeopardy now uh, Richard saying has Rogers has lost a dressing room or has he not uh, get Kags got provoked he's had a great season he has uh, I think he was embarrassed. That's my take on it. He was embarrassed by the fact he didn't go and tackle the ball. Uh, Simon is saying Kags got his hand caught in the netting when Wilson pushed him, hence the reaction. I think Kags was embarrassed by the fact that he didn't go and block the ball. I don't know what he was doing with that. He, he just didn't go to the ball. Uh, LCFC Gray is saying commitment was non-existent in there. Um, Kevin, again, I, I would agree with this, and it's something I want to ask you and I want to ask Chris, is for me... I don't want Ryan. If we've got a Kagler, Sonku is obviously not playing on Thursday. I want Wes Morgan back in there. I want a captain back in there, and I want him back in defence. We've got a cap. We've got the club captain sat on the bench. I would have him in there now. We need somebody with some balls to show us what's going on. And Wes tends to do that by example rather than with a loud mouth. But I would think we need captain material in there. If there was anybody else in the squad, um, which I don't think there particularly is, who is that? You, Chris, you just mentioned about Casper uh, being captain. I, I, I think Wes has got to get back in there on Thursday. I'd have Wes over Ryan Bennett in there. Uh, we need somebody leading this team now. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I've, ne- I mean, I've said this on this show before. I, I, I just don't think I know. No matter how much your captain is good, how experienced he is, there's no, I do not go on the lines of having a captain. Uh, a goalkeeper is your captain. Like I said, I don't care how passionate he is. He can't get out in the middle of the pitch. He can't get his messages across. He can't, you know. But I feel a bit sorry for Ryan Bennett because he's taken a load of stick and really hasn't done an awful lot wrong. He's come in and he's basically done what's been asked of him. Yeah, he hasn't been spectacular. But that said, yeah, I think now is the time. And I think I love Wes to bits. Uh, I think I've always said he's at the stage now where he isn't going to give you 90 minutes week in, week out. And we've, we, I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, you know, stick him on up front and get him ruffling a few feathers up there sometimes, a la Steve Walsh. Uh, yeah, you need somebody with his attitude now to get in there because whatever happens, he will he will get them attitude right. He'll get them working. He'll get them sweating the little balls off for the team he 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 will he'll he'll have that grit he'll have that determination and that is what we're lacking i mean i think um i haven't got anybody else in the squad i can think of chris you can say right jam him in as a wild card or as a you know he can do it you know there's there's no there's no expect there's no big old experience is there no and there's no consistency either and you know again, we've said this in the past. You know, you 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 you'd leave Gray out, and then you bring him on. You know, last thirty minutes in the next game, and he hasn't absolutely 
fantastic game. Put him in from the start the next time is absolutely rubbish. A bit the same with uh, with a few of the other players as well, uh, Harvey Barnes and what have you. But uh, good shout there from Jack. Um, I think Johnny Evans, I would always have Johnny Evans over Casper as my captain, literally because he's an outfield player. But these three games, we need that little bit extra. And I think, like you say, there's nobody I can think of other than Wes Morgan that could come in and give us that. My worry is we're not going to get three lots of 90 minutes out of him. Um, although we have, got, I think, got a week's gap, haven't we, between the last two games. Um, but like I say, we, he's, he's he's sat on the bench. Uh, yeah, he should be. He's, he's, got, he, he's got to play some part in all of the, three, of the last three games. Uh, a few people, and I agree, John, Johnny Evans has been a very top quality player for us. I've got to be honest, Chris, I thought Evans absolutely fell to pieces yesterday afternoon in that last half hour, as did Fuchs. Fuchs, for their fourth goal, and I'm trying to keep away from yesterday's game, Chris, but Fuchs, Fuchs is a seasoned international, a Premier League winner, mm. and he passed the ball for their fourth goal back into our own box. Yeah. I just think Whoever. I don't think there's anybody that doesn't come in for criticism from yesterday, and that's the problem. You know, you can't say one player had an off day. 11, 12, 13 players all had off days, and that was the problem. Had an off 30 minutes, maybe, Chris. That's well, as tough yeah. as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris, look, let's go through some of these fixtures. Just very quickly, um, Chelsea... Uh, I've got Norwich tomorrow night. They're going to win that, aren't they? Now, yeah, you say that, but what happens when a team's just been relegated? Yeah, no pressure, no pressure at all. They've got a point to prove. You know, it, it's you know, and Leicester have been like this when we, we've got relegated. Once you're down, the pressure's off. You can go out. You can you can have a bit of fun. You can play around. You know, pass the wall around. I could I could possibly see Norwich actually getting a point there. And then they've got. Uh, then they play Liverpool away, and that well, could go you, way. Would, you would you would hope Liverpool would. Uh, I know we're relying on other teams here. We are getting desperate, aren't we? We're relying on other teams to do us favours. You would hope that Liverpool. They are still going for the record, and I think that means a lot to them. Now, this is these. You know, these are scousers we're talking about here. They they want that points record. They really want that off Man City, and. I, I can, yeah, I think they will They will hopefully get, well, I think they will get three points off Chelsea. And then again, Chelsea's last game is Wolves at yeah. home. That, again, that's tricky for them. That is very tricky. Wolves up for the Europa League again. Um, they, they have, they, when, when we came back from lockdown, they were the first team to win the first three, or the only team to win the first three games yeah. back. Um and yeah, that that could be a that could be a difficult one to call. That could be a that could work in our favour as well. But Chelsea have got it a little bit tricky. Norwich at home, Chelsea, mm. Liverpool away, Wolves at home. Yeah. That, that's tricky. Um, if we, then I wouldn't look be surprised. At... You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea don't actually win any of them. It, well, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we are. We do have to look at other teams now. It's out of our hands. Yeah. We do need to look at other teams. Um, Man United. The people who did go out and spend money in January transfer window, Southampton tonight. I'm mm. going to assume we're all praying for Southampton win, but that Man United are like a steam train at the moment, a bit, aren't they? They are, but you know, again, Southampton they've got in there. They've won a couple just recently. You know, again, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Southampton go. 
I'm sat here with everything cost under this desk, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then United are away at Palace. They should win that. Yeah. They should win that. Yeah, yeah. And then Man United have I got can't West. See anything other than the United win. Man United have got West Ham at home. Are West Ham safe yet? Are they doing uh, their safe? West Ham are on that. Well, they're on thirty-four points, so they could still well be involved by that game. No, they, they could still. Be. Yeah, they could actually. Just looking at it, so phew, it depends which West Ham turn up. Um, but again, you can probably see Man United, yeah, winning that one. And then Man United last game of the season. We'll talk about that in a minute because we all know that's Leicester City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's Wolves then. Wolves are still in it, and, and they've got Bur- they're away at Burnley tomorrow on Wednesday. Sorry, a tough again a, a tough one. It's I, mean, I lived in Burnley for twenty five years. It's a tight little ground. Um, Burnley, you know, they've had their own behind the scenes problems. If you know, you believe what you read in the paper. Uh, but they're, they're again, they're on a bit of a run. It's all about teams. Getting the wins at the right time, and that's actually that's what a lot of the other like Man United started bad, but coming back here just at the right time. Yeah, Burnley, Burnley could get something from that, I think. Um, and then Wolves play Palace at home, and then Chelsea away, like we've just discussed. Again, they should probably beat Palace. Palace are just dire at the moment. I mean, even we beat them. Palace look like they just weren't bothered. They're they're safe. They're just on their holidays. Yeah. Um, and then Chris, obviously, they're on the beach there, aren't they? Let's turn it mm. to. We, we've obviously got Sheffield United this Thursday. I fancy us, Chris. I fancy us to beat them. I don't. I've got to be honest. Come on, Chris. I can never. I I do that. I do the prediction. Now, I do the prediction league, I don't know if you've seen it, with uh, Stevie Lynch, Ian Marshall and Steve yeah. Walsh. Steve Walsh has gone for a, a win, uh, bless him. Uh, the, the other three of us have all gone for a 1-1 draw. Um, Sheffield United, let's not forget it, Sheffield United have just put three past Chelsea. Yeah, but Chris. So, yeah. Chris, Chris, we've got to beat Sheffield United. Not, I, this is one of these. We, we, oh, what, don't get me wrong. We, we've we got to beat them, but will we? I think we will. You know, and I just, you know. Chappers put it on earlier. Mm. It'd be, it'll be Leicester to go and get nine points now. That's the Leicester I'm hoping. <laughs> this the roller coaster, Chris. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I borrowed your pick the other day, didn't I? That is, yeah, that is that would be typical Leicester. It really would. Um, we only when we only got a draw with them at their place. Um, I thought we beat I them. I just Chris. can't see anything. I thought oh, no, we, we did. You're right. Sorry, we got. Yeah, we got a goal in. Yeah, we did. Two one. Sorry, uh, I've, I've forgotten the wins that we've got. Um, I've, I've got to go for a draw. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Ross is saying Sheffield United won't be easy. They have an amazing May record. Mm. Vardy is a Wednesday fan, so it'd be more up for him than ever. Um, uh, a few people here saying, yeah, we did win at their place. Vardy will relish it, a yeah. lot of people are saying. Um, and then Spurs on Sunday, Chris. We've been to now, Spurs and won there before, obviously, at the old Hart Lane, but it's not been the worst hunting ground for us. 
No, and that one I actually fancy us to win. I mean, I wasn't overly impressed with Spurs yesterday. Um, they looked a bit leggy. Um, I thought Arsenal were unlucky. Uh, my opposition view, the guy from the Spurs fans, he thinks it'll be a 1-1 draw, so he doesn't feel confident that they'll beat us, and that's coming from a Spurs fan. Um, so I I can see us being Spurs. It'll be tight. I mean, I think we'll concede. I just can't see us keeping a clean sheet at the moment. But, yeah, I, I can see. It. And Vardy always does better against the so-called top six sides. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm going to put on here Joanna's. Joanna is thinking exactly the same as I am. This is how I see the next three games. I think we're going to win against Sheffield United. I think we'll pick up a draw at Spurs. And then I think we will beat Man United. That That is what I'm thinking. I'm not going for the Spurs away win. I think that seven points is what it's going to be. I do think we're going to beat Man United, Chris. But we have to beat Sheffield United first. We have to get a draw. We have to get something at Spurs. It's bits of the jigsaw. Uh, well, yeah. I, I see I can say I see it the other way around because like I say I, I think Vardy does better against the uh the, the so-called big teams. I think they they play more to his, you know, to to his liking. Uh he he's I think he's he's like scored against every single one of them and I I, th- I think like I say I think Sheffield will be the tough game and I think we will sneak a win at at, at Spurs. Uh and I think it will come down to Man United on the last day of the season. It, which is a and true, I just hope it's not on BT. <laughs> <laughs> true six-pointer. And obviously, um, with the Man City uh, being allowed off the hook today with the financial fair play, um, I, I believe... That was a surprise, was it? Yeah, I be, Chris, I believe it's obviously now back down to the top four, obviously, with Man City going out. Although, mm. I think I'm right in saying that if, if a Premier League side wins the Champions League, that fifth spot is a Champions League... I think it's probably a first a qualifier, but I think it is there, isn't it? I I think it in some form or another we do get that extra place. Was I'm trying to think when Liverpool won it, um, and then the next season, I don't know because they were outside of it, weren't they? I I do think I think if 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 Man City win, I think there is an extra place. As you say, it might be a qualifying spot, but it you know it. Um, it's there, but at this point, and I know guys don't want the Europa League, but I would still take the Europa League over not qualifying, you know, not getting anything at all. Chris, at the start of the season, if we're honest, if we'd been told we would get to the Europa League, we would have all took it, wouldn't we? Yeah, I think. I think, as I say, this season, and I go back to what I said before, I think it was ex- expectations at the start of the season, and I think we just had such a fantastic start. And, you know, it. And I remember what I remember when we uh, when we won the league, and every game, I, I couldn't see us winning because we'd had the greatest gate the year before, and we just kept winning, and we, you know, only lost three games all season. And I personally, I kind of expected that sort of season this year. Uh, after the start we had, and we were we were stuffing Newcastle by five, Southampton by nine, and it is you know once once the results start going like that, your expectations start going like, that. and I think we probably did get ahead of ourselves. Um, you know we've got you know fantastic facilities. We're going to have the best training ground in the country virtually. You know soon. 
I don't think Europa League would be bad as as a starting point and then build on that, you know, in the forthcoming years. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Obviously, give a shout out. Tell us where we can follow Chris and Leicester Till I Die. Yeah, it's uh, Leicester Till I Die, uh, Facebook, uh, Leicester TID on Twitter and um, LeicesterTillIDie.com on the website. Brilliant. Thanks, Chris, for joining us tonight. It's been great to have you on again. We look forward to uh, Thanks for having me. Thanks speaking for having to me, you. Thanks a lot. Um, let's get as many of your comments in. That was great to have Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Obviously, I know a lot of you uh, are in Chris's groups as well, just as I am. I'm always in there chatting as well. Let's get your comments in here. Uh, Ross is saying he was dreaming about a Cags header against Man United, but now it's going to have to be big Wes in the last minute. It's one of those, isn't it? At, at Best one point from three games, says Simon. He's a doomer and a gloomer. Um, typical Leicester, nah, though, we will now go and win three and still miss out on Champions League, says Reese. You never know, Reese. Um, Mick saying he would take the Europa League. I think we all would have done Mick, wouldn't we? Mick saying the top six was our aim, and if we do, we can achieve that. Um, I, Anthony is saying this, and I've heard a few people saying this, the greatest escape team, the improbable championship, then the great bottle. I've heard it called the greatest fail. That's what some fans are calling what's going on at the moment. Um, somebody on Facebook in the group is saying, how do we explain what suddenly collapsed? It's not been sudden. It's been since that Norwich 1-1. There is something, I think, off, off the boil at the club. And at the moment... I don't know what it is. It's something to talk about in the close season. And that will depend on where we finish, won't it? A lot of people saying play George Hurst. I see his name. I haven't seen him played uh, or anything much about him. But a lot of fans say play um, play him. Uh, Zab saying what a lot of people have been saying is uh, top didn't give Rogers a five-year contract to secure Europa League. Uh, obviously, a lot of fans look at that point when um, Brendan did get his new... Um, contract and, and it caused problems so oh listen i think we've we're starting to recover from uh yesterday i'm definitely looking forward to I, i'm going for a chef united we're going to beat them we're going to pick a point up at spurs and then it's going to come down to a man united i think i think man united are going to finish in the top four i think we i'm hoping we are and i think it might be chelsea with their three games against Norwich, Liverpool and Wolves. I'm just hoping it's it's Chelsea who drop out and we, we sneak in there. We'll see, won't we? Uh, don't forget, as ever, you can follow Chris at Leicester Till I Die. You can follow us at Leicester Fan TV on all socials. Uh, thanks, as ever, to the guys who help bring all the equipment and pay for all the gear so we can do this for you for free. And that is the guys at ADT Taxes. Eat me. Everard's Tiger Beer, Peter's Pizza's Leicester Garage Conversions, the guys with the beautiful pies at Piglet's Pantry. The Fox's Arms is open. Jamie's very own bar. He's probably there now pulling a pint, sweating. Uh, hopefully not sweating into the beer, but that's what Jamie's doing rather than this tonight. Uh, pink car leasing, hologram, digital marketing, and our pals at Memphis UK, which is a Leicester-based charity. We're pleased to help support those. Most of all, thanks for all your comments, all your views. Without them, we wouldn't have much to say. Wednesday night is meant to be uh, Tom with the Fox's Tales show interviewing Alan Smith, former Leicester, former Arsenal Leicester player, Alan Smith. Uh, Thursday night, it's match day again, so we're doing pre-match show, we're doing half-time show, we're doing a full-time show. Hopefully it'll be a lot more cheery than yesterday's um, well, pre-match was all right. Half-time was going good. 
meltdown at full time yesterday. Let's hope it's not that bad. Thanks, everybody who's been watching. I'll see you shortly. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.